jumping on a little a little late here. Look at the perfect hair. Episode 691 of Lucas Tigers and Bronze. And really wrapping up a, a phenomenal week. Uh, LAFC oh, yeah. Gunner. Huge guest. People loved him. We, I think we got the most comments on that. People say now we have to have him on as a regular guest. David Kohler, which I geeked out with. Uh, the biggest Kobe Bryant um, memorabilia collection in the world. Completely insane. Cage, I know I ran over, but it was exciting. Zabo <laughs> brought like that New York heat, you know, Skid Row, Nas and Tupac having some fun. So just an awesome week. And then we're going to get into some PWCC auctions, which there's some good stuff available. But we haven't done an episode just you and I in a while. Just the two of us. We haven't. We haven't. Just I'm a terrible influence. You are. You're a bad influence. Tell people. Tell people. So, so, so if you haven't looked at my page yet, just check it out. What my dinner was. Infinity comments. You broke Instagram. Forget a lot of cards. A, a table of Chick-fil-A is what the world wants. To the I mean, point where our team's like, hey, Cage, be proud of me. I'm also eating junk food and overweight. <laughs> I must have sent in our thread like 30 cool cards. Like Mantle, Yogi Bear. Yeah, you Yogi sent some Bear, cool stuff. Perfect. I'm, you sent like, some really cool cards. Like but really people want cool to show stuff. up their dinner. <laughs> really cool cards from the PWCC weekly auction that are like 100, 200 bucks, like nothing crazy, just like really iconic cards, which I want to talk to you guys about because I think there's some opportunities. I like, agree. This is this really is the time to be a collector because all this stuff is way cheaper than it was and it's cool. And you could, but anyway, so set like 30 of these items in there. Cage posts on Instagram having dinner with my wife, and there's 30 Chick fil A sandwiches for just the two of them. <laughs> and then Manny. Post, look at me. Look, me. look at me. I'm Sandra D. He's got a Chick-fil-A bag. I mean, listen, you know, we're, we're it's kindred uh, spirits. We got some Chick-fil-A going down. We got some we got some fun stuff, let me tell you. I had five oh, different man. responses typed up and everyone was more mean than the first. I mean, listen, just don't send anything. If the you know, if you got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Um, I'd like to thank card porn. Because, you know, it's uh, been yeah. a while since Cardboard Relevant, uh, you know, has been said by me. You know, I had my own little show there, Cardboard Relevant with Cage. I did a little video vignettes. Thank you, Rob Petrozo, for teaching me that word. Rob Petrozo of Rally, the video vignette. I didn't working out a ransom, ransom deal that was held for Cardboard Relevant IG. <laughs> that I got it. Um, that, that'll be, you know, Jordan Ferroni, if you're listening, he gave it to me. But, you know, I think I need your cell phone also in order to, to claim that and, back. And bank, and bank details. By the way, so a couple things. Cardboard relevant, great topic. Good job, card, card porn. Number two, Jordan Ferrone, love the videos. If anybody needs video work done, Jordan makes videos. Jordan Ferrone, he, he, he was the guy who did all that awesome stuff at Mint Collective. Love, love, not, love not, them. not hobby stuff. It's more rom-com is where he's Yeah, he's got right some now. cool stuff, man. He's like making videos. He's going he's gonna to do like the next Jennifer Aniston movie on Netflix, I think, is what he's, what he's gunning for. It looks good. I think that's... And then we got another one. There's Clearly, we have that. cracked the code. We need to have, instead of asking Tatum or Butler, instead of asking Luca or Tatum, instead of asking Luca or Ja, we need to post a poll, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A. That is the poll that people want to respond to. And I got to tell you, I'm shocked with the Popeyes love. Shocked. So much so that uh, there's a guy I work with. I've, I've never had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And a guy I work with talked it up like crazy before I went on my national diet here. You know, my diet from national. It was early April. So April 24th, I went a little healthy, right? And, you know, the, today I went a little detour. We'll get back to that in a second. But he oh, talked George. up the Popeye's chicken sandwich, and he's like, Popeye's, 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 Popeye's. So I'm like, all right, let's order Popeye's chicken sandwich for lunch. There was like, I'm, I'm going to try to do like the best comparison for Popeye's, right? It was like I've got a good one. Oh man, like how do how do I explain this? It's like uh, I I have a good one. Like a it's like a tootsie pop, you know, that's got a little tootsie roll center, like tiny little tootsie rolls, but all this candy on the outside. That's what the chicken sandwich is like. It's very little chicken and a ton of breading. Like a whole bunch of like batter and I mean I guess it'd be like that like crispy kind of like battery stuff with not 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 much chicken in it. The Chick Fil A which I got it's got some chicken, a little chicken. So no, you got you got a better one. Cage Cage takes off the buns on the chicken but still has breaded chicken, but it, it works. I understand. Actually, I ordered some today. If you look at the picture and zoom in on it, they 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 sold me just the fillet. Without a bun. 
Nice. So I got some with the buns. I don't like throwing the bread out. So, you know, I got some I got some with the buns. I got some spicy ones. You know? They're, listen, I'll tell you the, the, the toughest part of this, the Chick-fil-A, is not eating eating it with no sauce. They got like a spicy oh. sriracha sauce. They got like a Polynesian sauce, which I don't know if it's exactly politically correct anymore. But they got a Polynesian sauce. They got a honey it's mustard sauce that I don't really love. But the spicy sriracha, the Chick-fil-A sauce, like I didn't have any sauce. And the spicy chicken is spicier when you don't put it Polynesian sauce on it. <laughs> Chick Fil A sauce is really where it's at, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah, a hundred percent. I got I get that in the jar. When I get that much food, they send me an eight ounce jar. I get like it's like a squeezy jar of Chick Fil A sauce. It's a good time, good time, good time had by all. Let me tell you, we might have ninety to nuggets this. too. Your salivary glands, like you probably just want to go eat right now after that. Dude, uh, I ate. I ate. I'm stuffed. I ate enough. Trust me, I'm stuffed. Chick Fil A. If you're I, listening to this, that was an ad right there. The first three. Yeah, minutes. I mean, listen, I'll be a good spokesperson for that. That's the thing. Like, I can speak about stuff I love, which is the perfect lead-in. I love PWCC. I think it's fantastic, and I think they've added some really cool features: the power buyer and the flash. So it's nice. I can talk about Chick Fil A. Or I can talk about PWCC. Are those the two things you love? Chick-fil-A and PWCC? Uh, Nothing else? You know, I have a cute video of Ian. He must have been like three years old where he was telling us all the things that he loves. And he was going around the house saying, I love this and I love that. He loved his, his Transformers Crocs. He had like Bumblebee yellow Crocs. And he's like, and I love my toys. And I love this. And I love my sister. That's what you made me think of with the, all the things I he love. He said Leia. Love my sister. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was very funny. Um, he was a vulgar child. I don't know where he got all of his his foul mouthedness from. Maybe me, but he liked to curse as like a one year old. You know, he's learning to walk and curse at the same time. It's a good time. You know, he still likes to curse. Actually, was the missus working from home at that time, or is this no. five days in the office? No, this is this is a long time ago. This this is a while. Ago. Which we life had... do you like more? Do you like daycare? Um, I'll do three options. A hybrid uh, all... between the two. There's option three. I'll take it. All right, cut to the chase. Okay, Cage is long-winded. We've got Cage 700 episodes. I can read your mind. It's read your mind because it's not like reading War and Peace. It's like reading, you know, Sports Illustrated for kids. It's exactly. easy to read. 112 pages. <laughs> the 30-hour build-up. Exactly. It's all a build-up. That's the deal, man. So, before we get into PWCC and the awesome PSA 10 Lou Brock, I wanted to give cool flowers. Give some flowers, but I want you to talk about soccer a little bit because people love soccer. Oh. People love one nothing games with all that action and all that great scoring. Meanwhile, I watched the Yankee game just now. They lost three one, and I'm like, this is hard. Like, there's no scoring. There's no action. This is just miserable. Talk to me about soccer. Tell me why I should care. Uh, I don't think you should care. It's not. That's not, that's not oh. the answer. Uh. Don't LAFC make me all mad dog on you. I'm gonna do Chris Mad Dog Russo. Can I tell you guys? Did you drink? No. I'm Chick-fil-A up here. You did drink. I did not drink. I'm drinking soda. I hardly ever drink. Did you have water today? I did drink water and some sparkling water. A little a little Pellegrino I had with a little bit of cherry and pomegranate infusion. I lost some man cards on that one, but it was tasty. Do we still have the intention of adding value this episode? Dude, it's a episode. I've tried three times. Now I'm asking you to talk about soccer. I said, why should I watch it? You say I shouldn't. Well, These you know are I me thinking about? setting you up for value because I don't know soccer. And I just moved to Florida, so I don't want to move yet. But I was thinking, how cool would it be to help spread the hobby in Europe? Whether that's live in the UK, Spain, because soccer really is a European sport, man. Did you like To you, it's not a big deal, that game. But mm-hmm. did you see the fans? Did you see the passion? Like the, the yeah, game started I saw them 30 minutes pepper late. Sprayed. They were getting pepper sprayed. <laughs> but it's because all day they're getting rowdy and just going absolutely berserk. They have like these red guns for Liverpool, like just shoot like smoke in the air. It's incredible. Uh, the passion is incredible. So that game, maybe it wasn't the most exciting game. I got to give credit to the goalie. Coutois was in. Uh, did you watch the game? No, he didn't watch the game. I did not watch it. I know Vinny scored his the one goal and it became one nothing. Vinicius, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. It was it was a beautiful game, man. It was two teams where there wasn't a ton of fouling. 
They both played their style. Liverpool is kind of high press, high energy. Madrid is just, they're veterans. They're experienced. Benzema, Modric, and Casemiro, I think they have like 100 Champions League games between us, between them. It's incredible. They're, they're at Cruz, I think, is as, as well. They're just, they're experienced. And, and in games like this, everyone's going to be ready and hyped up to play. There's just a little bit of that experience, you know. Liverpool didn't have it. Madrid had it. Madrid took it took their one chance and they made it count dude Liverpool had five chances if you watch the highlights you got to give credit to the goalie man every single save was it was spectacular the balls mm-hmm. in the he made them look easy there was this one shot where um Salah came from the right hand side cut into his left foot bent it far corner Couture is like seven foot one man so he he's like Chad Holmgren but coordinated like he he, he made a difficult save look so easy and he did that with four or five saves so Beautiful game. I, I love. I mean, soccer. he looked good. He's no Tony Miola, but you know, I mean, you know, he's good stuff, man. I don't know soccer. I don't know anything about soccer. I know Tony Miola though. He tried out for the Jets. You know that? He had to try out for the Jets after he was goalie for the U.S. They had him come in and try to like kick field goals. The, for the Jets? Jets. Yeah, the New York Jets. And who was he playing for before? He was a soccer. He was the goalie for the United States team. Tony Miola. You know. know and then guy? he he was a kicker for the Jets. They no, they tried him out to kick field goal, but he, he didn't make the team. He didn't make it. Listen, here's what's beautiful about soccer, right? And, and you know, Andrew's great. He could talk about you know Benzema and talk about the wrong Luca Modric. He talk about the Champions League. While that's an amazing thing, and everybody loves it, right? Everybody loves the Champs League, and, and it was a great matchup between two evenly matched teams. You know, Liverpool, Real Madrid, great stuff. I mean, you know, there was no Barca playing. That's what I get up for, but. You know what's amazing about it, and what what people you know what people miss in in soccer is that Champs League, right? There is there is um, there is today the big game, but then there's another game tomorrow that I don't know if Andrew even knows who's playing. Do you know who's playing? No. So it's actually I would argue the bigger game for Champions League, right? And and it's um, it's okay. Huddersfield. No, it's Huddersfield playing against Nottingham Forest, a very um, uh, Robin Hood-esque type of game. And while most people would say that Huddersfield has the form and the defensive resilience and the experience playing at Wembley against Nottingham, Nottingham, I read an article, they did really good um, using the loans. Like lent, like they were they're lent, lending, like teams that are actually Champions League teams, they lend the they're players to them, right? So... No, that opening a bank. You know, players are on loan from the big squad. They have bigger contracts, and you're able to, like, use them for part of the season and play in these games. And the winner of that game gets up to the Champs League. That's the way it works, right? You're going to be elevated. So the, this is now the, the winner of this. They get elevated to the Premier to League, the Premier, which is the, the main Premier league, league in Right, in so, so they get moved up to the Premier, and it's something like, I don't know, $200 million in value from the TV rights and the broadcasting and the whole nine yards. So teams kind of... You know, they they go out all out. They they go they go through this loan process and they get the young stars to play on their team and the whole deal. So, believe it or not, while obviously the Champs League huge final today was you know like the winner. That's like the Super Bowl pomp and circumstance. They had like a pregame show. They're trying to make it into like like the big thing, like Super Bowlish for the teams. I think that was worth like twenty something million dollars of actual value for winning that game. This other one is worth about 10 times as much for a team to be elevated into Premier League and actually play a season next year on Premier League. So it's interesting. It's, there might, some might argue there's more at stake in tomorrow's game. So what Cage is saying is the second division, there's relegation and promotion. There's a game tomorrow. The promotion, the promotion game tomorrow. The and the promotion game, what's cool about it, is worth $200 million. And same yeah. with relegation. Like if you're in the main division or in the main league, Premier League, if you finish 17, 18, 19, you get relegated and you lose yep. $200 million. So it's a big freaking deal. I, I don't, I, and what the bigger thing is, I'm, I'm sure that now Chick-fil-A comes with a little bit of a special, special sauce because hey. Cage just riffing on soccer for like four minutes. No, I read a couple articles I, about it because I, I think, think he Ravel was tweeted about it. Okay, well, Ravel tweeted about it. Well, Ravel and, wants to be um, different. That's no. why he collects tickets. His quote, not mine. All right. No, I mean it's. I mean, I think it's a legitimate thing, man. You know, I mean, they're playing. They're playing tomorrow for big money. If you're a soccer fan, I'm sure you know. And you watch the games, unlike Andrew, he just watches the big games. And speaking of which, can we and just LAC's like before we get stories? 
before we get that, that's enough. That, you can learn from that's that. That's just the recap of everything. A lot of clean soccer, football being played today. And I think it's because they, they switched the refs and they switched the players. I think who was supposed to be playing in the championship league final today, I think it was supposed to be the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Because it looked like 12 Neymars out there in Boston last night. Flop City, Boston. Both teams. Both teams. Lowry, Lowry is like Neymar on, on crack. <laughs> what the hell's going on out there? Why is it look, look like Lowry wears shorts that are too big for him? Well, it looks like he got a big butt, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, shit happens. But sometimes Some of us have big too... butts. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is what it is, you know? No, but his dude, feel, heels feels unproportional. Seriously. You watch feels that like game. Feels like a surgery gone wrong. Maybe. I'm whatever. You know, we all have those things that happen in Brazil that we don't want like to talk perfect. about. So, but they, they, come on, you watched the game last night. They were flopping all over the place. Why? Basketball's getting stupid. There's challenges for penalties. There's guys kicking each other. There's Lowry's just grabbing the other guy's arm and faking it. They're flopping all over the place like fish. What the hell is going on out there? This isn't basketball. It's soccer. No? Uh, I, I, I don't know the question. Can you repeat the question? Did Why you watch the flopping? game, bro? And did you notice, bro? Listen, your eyes are closed. Did you smoke a little bit of something? Because I'm drunk, it's, it's, says you. I'm not. But you're I like, good. <laughs> okay, good. So tell me, you watched the game last night. Yeah. You watched the game. Did you watch I the game, bro? You watched the game, bro. I watched the game, I thought the biggest so, missed call was the Jason Tatum offensive foul, where he had an and one. Yes. That, that was a clear. That was a clean and one. I don't even understand the offensive foul. And then the next There wasn't play, an offensive Jim, foul, but they couldn't challenge it. Right. They challenged right before. Because and then the, Jimmy Butler the got the and one on the other end. And then the Jalen Brown wasted. missed two – Jalen Brown Wait. missed two free throws. That yeah, was the promise. game. No, but it was, I mean, a, it was the, an awesome game. The game was he'd look like the... they're... <laughs> he's a train. He's a train on the... the Celtics went up three, and Lowry hit a big three. That was that got him in the game. That was what got him in the game. The but God, tell me about... So I am going to let you, the prognosticator of all prognosticators, tell me what happens in game seven tomorrow. Go. Well, all I wanted to say was it looks like the Heat are being like held up by like you know bandages band-aids everyone there looks beat up i don't know if tyler hero's playing that's all i wanted to say to finish my thought and i hate when you threaten me with mute buttons and you just stare at each other all right pwcc game game seven who wins that was the question i i think boston is significantly better of a team like like a way better team and I think it would be lucky for the Warriors. It's interesting. The Warriors ran into like a spell of bad luck for a little while there. Uh, and getting the Heat would be the best thing that they could ask for. But to play the best team is also. So I think Celtics are easily a better team, way better team than the Heat. This Heat team, Bam Adebayo has completely regressed. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in watching him play. Like the, the Heat are in this series going to game seven at home with no interior scoring. None. Like the guy, I, I don't think he, I don't know where his offensive package is going. So I'm not going to make predictions because what's, what, what's the point? I mean, That's why? You're so good at it. The abs just that made us at a Western Conference final in hockey. You called the avalanche. I mean, you're nailing it. Every hockey prediction you made is dead on accurate so far. You're killing it in hockey. You might as well. Basketball, you actually watch. Make some predictions here, dude. <laughs> you were dead on with the avalanche, man. <laughs> They haven't even had any Did trouble. I, oh, no. Well, they have. I mean, they lost two games to the Blues. I, I don't yeah. watch hockey. <laughs> I, All right. Well, that's... here's my prediction. They have Jay hey. Lee. Jay Lee's an Jay Lee. Everyone. What I love about the hobby is I feel like everyone's finding their roles. You know, we, you don't have to be everything. You don't have to be a jack of all trades. I wanted to give flowers, dude. Shout out. Let's we didn't give Geo love. We didn't give sports card nonsense love. Like. They created an app, and my ask of people in Luca Nation is to go check it out. Card Shop Live. That I mean whether it's successful in 10 years or not, I think it's a pretty cool thing to do. Where one of the content creators, someone who's been in the space for a while, has created something new and innovative. All right. What kind of flower are you giving them for that, though? Like a sunflower or something fancy? An iris? Guys, my only ask, Luca Nation, download Card Shop Live. It's Geo's <laughs> app, Sports Card Nonsense, Jesse's app as well, probably. Card Porn, that's not a sponsorship trophy. We're not getting anything for that. He's really being serious here. He's just saying, hey, 
cool to hear another content creator out there doing something. So go ahead and, and give them a little shout. We're not getting anything for that. I promise. No trophy. No trophy in the Andrew sponsorship trophy case for that one. I miss when Carporn used to DM me. Now he only DMs Cage. We even had a group chat for a while that went a little bit cold. And now it's just direct messages between All right. So I'm going to give out a flower. Card porn. I have a flower reserved for you. But you got to DM Andrew. Make the dude's day. Just say hi. You know, just message him. We're not that different. You moved to Florida. Let's chat. You know, how's everything going with your move? You know, how's Boca? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's nice. Chat, Chat with Andrew. You know, he could talk to you about the beautiful game. Soccer with no scoring and a lot of flopping. Although less flopping than basketball now. It's a lot of fun, man. What is your goal of today's episode? Well, I wanted to talk about PWCC. But you, you have just gone off on a tangent for 20 minutes, not even letting me get a word in edgewise. So it's absurd. <laughs> Ridiculous what's going what on What stuck out to you on PWCC? Oh, now you want to talk about PWCC. Okay, fine. Force me to do it. Ridiculous. So many other things to talk about, and you don't even get let me speak. It's absurd. Crazy. Why don't you tell people about the post office today? I went there twice, to to... and it was close twice. Because the first time I, <laughs> I left my laptop, and that's how I need to print out my whatnot labels. I wanted everyone to get it before the holiday's over. Just play, like, play that back, guys. Let it, let it move I, during the holiday. I went to post office twice. Tuesday. It was closed twice. I put liquid paper on a B, and it died. Putting in that's the, what led to me getting Chick fil A, but I was impressed. It was Saturday, it was nice. I had time before the Champs League game. I even got a run in. It's a beautiful day, I'm having fun. And I had a phone call with a friend. Life is, life is good, life is good. And honestly, I'm seeing a progression in myself. Like, you know, we talk about investors, collectors, all that stuff. Like, I, I think I'm living proof that someone who's a flipper, which was me with the Zion cards in early 2020. Then went to investor with Kobe rookies, and now I'm like, ah, I kind of want to collect. Like, I like, and I see that progression within me, and and I urge people like, that Flipper. could be you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, no, it's just cool. Like now I'm looking on PWCC. I'm like, wow, like there's cards I would kind of want to buy that are like a hundred bucks that I just would keep. Like these are just cool. I mean, I love that progress i love that progress in the hobby i have started talking to a bunch of people about building out kind of like a portfolio vintage cards you know cards that probably you know if you, if you buy without hoping that they're going to double in the next year you know you hang on to them you put them away you look at them in a couple of years and they're probably going to be worth more than what they are now especially with the recent downswing and there there are quite a few of those in um in in this week's weekly auction with PWCC i got a couple i'll call out if you want to pull them up that's great um i'll start with you know oldest first and the 53 tops satchel page there's a psa 7 mm. You know I love Satchel Page. This is not you the do. card I would go for specifically for him, but he just doesn't have that many cards. You know what I mean? And a 53 Tops is cool because they were still doing like artwork cards. You know, like this one itself looks almost like somebody painted it. Look at that. Can you That's see a cool screen? card. Yep, I can see it. St. Louis this Browns. Is a seven. Yep, St. Louis Browns. Weird. Look at their mascot. Why do you love this guy so much, Cage? This is what I consider one of the poster childs for if the world was different at the time, we'd be talking about him probably ahead of Jackie Robinson. Even though he's a pitcher, so pitchers don't get hobby love. But this is a guy who, you know, he, he didn't get to the majors until he was much older. And, you know, he was still amazing. Still had a lot left in the tank. But... um you know, this is a guy who, you know, who was just one of the best pitchers out there. And, you know, cool, cool, cool story. I mean, that's guys look him up, you know, little, little, little satchel page. And I love the 53 top stuff. I know it's not rookies. I know it's like second year for Mickey Mantle. Well, it's actually third year for Mickey Mantle, but second tops card. Um, but I love those. I will tell you um, an interesting thing as to why. Right. And, and how I was exposed to these guys. You know, now I think it's silly, and I think a lot of collectors think it's silly, but I, I forget what year it was. It, I think it was 1993, actually. They Tops came out with, I believe it was their first archive set. 
Right. And now Tops makes archives and it's like modern stuff. But at the time, the archive set was a reprint set of 1953. And you opened packs okay. and you were looking for the 1953 Tops cards. It was cheap enough, a couple bucks a pack. I would open it with my dad and he would tell me about the Dodgers. And this was Roy Campanella. And this it's was, like a get pack, like down, like trip down memory lane type of pack. Yeah. 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 It was sort of like, hey, kids can open them now. They're new cards. Willie Mays was a short print and Satchel Page was in, you know, was in the set and it was like, wow, look at these cards. And it, it, it allowed me to kind of, you know, learn a little bit about the old vintage cards without having to pay vintage prices. You know what I mean? Cool. And it was, it was a, a full on reprint set, but, but in packs. So you were basically opening like, as if you were opening a pack of 1953 tops, but clearly not paying, you know, 1953 tops prices. You know what I mean? But you still have the so, excitement, right? And especially if you've been with like a parent, right? It's like, oh, I remember this guy. I used to collect this guy. Like it kind of that trip down memory lane. It brings the, the kid and the parent together. Right. Is that, so, is that fair? So 100%. So I learned about Satchel Page from that card right there. Not obviously, this is a real one, but I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Ask me. I ask you a question. In six parts, <laughs> in 27 parts. <laughs> so, we talk about Aaron Judge and not signing him to a contract because he's old. Get the red ink auto. Guaranteed right? to go up he's, more than LeBron. No, shut up. I hate the cards. The one that's, no. that's hand-signed and hand-numbered. But, really but nice. we, we – so <laughs> we, 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 we talk about Aaron Judge. and We compare him to like Juan Soto, right? And we say, well, Soto, you know, he, he's going to sign a longer contract. But that's worth it because he's only 25 and Aaron Judge is going to turn 31 in, in the first week of his next contract, and he's so old. And, you know, we talk about Luca, right? Well, Luca just had his 22-year-old season. Athletes, they come into the league early now. Juan Soto early. Bryce Young. Uh, Bryce Harper. Bryce Young. Uh, Bryce Harper, 19 years old, right? Uh, you know, Griffey Jr., 19 years old. I'm going to ask you, and it's, of course, a record. How old do you think Satchel Page was when he made his major league debut? Debut. 45. 42 years old. He came into the majors at 42 years old in 1948 with the Cleveland Indians, right? And I'm pretty sure they won. I mean, if they didn't win in 48, they, they won the year after. I think Larry Doby came in with them. They were both on, you know, they're both on the same team. Um, you know, I think Doby was the first one that broke the color barrier for the American League uh, after Jackie Robinson did it for the National League. But here's where it's even crazier. How old was he when he played his last Major league professional ball game. He came in at 42. So obviously his whole 49. career was before that. 59 years old. He in was the, 59 in the years old. Yep. That's 59 ancient. years old. 59 years old. June wow. 21st, 1966, for the Peninsula Grays of the Carolina League. Crazy, right? Respect. Two weeks shy of his 60th birthday. Pretty crazy, right? Pretty You'd crazy. You love that guy. The, that was one of the, the that used to be Cage Lawyer's uh, profile picture in like 2020, right? His rookie well, card. Yeah, 100. percent The 48 leaf, not this 53 tops. It's just it's it's a beautiful card. And and we talk about like Tom Brady, how he's playing at this high level at that age. So Page came in the league at 42 in 1948. So in 1952 and 53, when he's playing for the Browns, like when this card came out, right, add five years that he's 47 years old, right? He was in the All Star game. He was an All Star both of those both of those years, 52, 53. All Star guy All-Star. is f- 47 years old, and and he's he's good enough to be an All Star in the league at 47. So it's cool stuff. I, I I've, I've I've gone on a little bit of a tangent with Satchel Page. Um, guys, take a look just a real cool baseball story. It's one of the things that I like about baseball, right? It's one of those, one of those things that, you know, the history There's so much more history to baseball. Um, it's kind of one of the, one of the reasons why I love baseball cards and collect. Um, anyway. I'll share one. Page. Yeah, shoot. I go like this. So this is when people are buying modern soccer, Holland, all those guys, mm-hmm. it's, an opportunity to remember that there were greats before them. So this is kind of a genre play, but I think there's going to be tons of opportunities and low grades to get kind of pieces like this. And this mm-hmm. is an authentic one, but just such a cool card. And my ask of people is if you're on PWCC, sometimes you could just like use their browsing feature and find a card that you might not even know you want. So like this is a good example. So a 1953 uh, soccer card of Alfredo Di Stefano, 
so not a huge name, but just an incredible card. And it's at 120 bucks right now. I, mm-hmm. I venture to guess cards in this category of like you maybe Platini is another one you could look for. Um, th- there's so many greats of the game, Beckenbauer, that are complete and they have really cool cards, right? Really mm-hmm. historic cards in the hundreds of dollars, where sometimes they're paying, you know, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for like Lucas Silvers at one, you know, and here you could get these cards for a few hundred bucks of legends of the game. And wow. you said something like this card might not double in the next year. I think in a market like this, what's so difficult is we don't know which cards are going to double True. right in when the market was really good. And Trey young silvers went to 3,500. We kind of knew John Morant silvers are going to be next and Zion. They kind of all SGA. They all move together in a market like this. You don't know what's going to be the next double so you kind of just want to buy cool shit and if you really think like a collector you buy cool shit that maybe could have product market fit later on in the best possible grade you shop around you do research i think that sets you up to win more than you know trying to trying to double your money i love it i love it i think you're right and and by the way this is the progression of you as a collector that you talked about and what a lot of other people are talking about because this is something you love it's something you wouldn't mind hanging on to for a little bit longer of a time period. And and yes, it may double. It may go up slowly. It may even go down a little bit in the next month or six months. But you wouldn't care because you're not buying it to flip in the next month. You're buying it because this is cool. It fits with your you know your new collection style. You know what I mean? And it, so let it me... gives you this, this opportunity just real quick and I'll, I'll let yeah, you shoot. Please. There are undiscovered stories out there, right? We always talk about cards being narrative driven. So. Yep. There are all these cards, like you kind of know these are low pop, right? This is, I just searched literally soccer. 1902, yep. 1908, 1930, 1932. Now, what, what's so easy, I think, about this is you go and you search the people in them. And if their stories are compelling to you or if they're interesting, maybe you've, you kind of put two and two together and you go down this like kind of history, history kind of uh, path. There's steals here. I mean, this is 1954. Of Puskas, it's a funny name, I know, but dude, he was a really phenomenal player. Uh, I believe Poland, sixteen dollars right now, Cage, wow. and it, with one day left. So Just like, an here's awesome, a 19- Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. You don't know how auctions work, Andrew. This is what you do to me all the time. By the way, go back up that cool panel card. That's the one that I have for Pele, but that's Pele and Garincha together. Down, right? This one right here, yeah, yeah. What's a great on that? Uh, the Gazette, 1.5. Wow, that's a nice card. When's that, next weekend? Some... Yeah. No, no. The, I think these are from today. And then you go Power Buyer, like Cage said. Mm-hmm. And then we're, we go, I like searching this auction. I get, why am I getting so detailed here? But this is what it's I, easy I, to I do. Love, Look at the tech. And then, and then I love the two, the best eye appeals for some reason. I just think that's cool. And you search, and you're like, wow, like, here's one. This is Eusebio card Eusebio. just sold. Yep. This is a, a two, but look how nicely centered that two is. And it has an exceptional top 15%. So here's a cool buy that just a little bit of searching. Here's Platini, 135 bucks. Also two, but look at that centering. Yeah, so, it looks perfect. Looks perfect. Just freshly graded. So, yeah. Nice cards. Enjoy. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. I did this already once, but maybe we've got a different, different audience listening here, right? I'm going to give you the ability to play in the NBA. And I want you to pick which career you want. Okay? Player player A, player A, and B. All right? Both played. Are you sure you're a lawyer? 15 or so seasons. Player A and B. All right? So A had 16. B had 15. They both made the playoffs 13 times. They were both all NBA players. All right? Player A played one more season. And in those seasons, player A had eight championships, and player B had six. B. So, I'm not you, buying Havlicek. Stop pumping Havlicek. I'm going to turn so you into guys, AI. So, guys, what I did there was... Hanky panky. Hanky panky. <laughs> what I did there was player B, who no one would choose if you didn't know the answer, is Michael Jordan, the guy with less championships, the same amount, or less seasons, the same amount of playoffs played in, the same amount of all-NBA teams. Obviously, Jordan's got other, other things. Going on. How but many go by championships, has Havlicek sold? Eight, six. So check out the Havlicek. Check out the Havlicek card that's on here. It is nice. It is Here's the nice. Biggest problem. No one knows how to spell it. H-A-V-L-I-C-E-K. 
H A V. You know I love you. L I C E K. He's a legend. He's a Celtics legend. Huge cult following, right? I will. Uh, I'm not finishing it. I hope. Have this. H A V L I C E K. Wow. You ask if I drank. Mm. Yeah, pull up the 1969 tops. That is a PSA eight and a half. Far left. Far I left. hear refractors are in. Not the shiny one. <laughs> I'm getting the refractors. So anyway, guys, as he's pulling that one up, or you're looking at it yourself at home, these are tough in these high grades. This is the same one, obviously, the tall boy that um, at eight and a half, yours truly owned a, a Alcinder of for a while. And I like that because there were only basically two dozen uh, that were, you know, in that grade or higher. Same goes with the Havlicek. In nine to 10, there's only 32 copies higher than this eight and a half. Dude, so, he averaged like 20 points a game. Get out of here. Yeah. He won eight championships. Celtics Follow stud me, legend. John, John inspired. Hondo. Johnson's- His nickname is Hondo. John Hondo Havlicek. Yep. Hondo. Anyway, Sounds real like cool card. Fast and furious. Andrew doesn't let. Not Honda. Sheesh. This guy right here. All right. So let's get to some fancier stuff here. A card that I may bid on myself, folks. So beware. No, I'm just playing. I'm not going to bid on any of these. I don't want to bid against you guys. 2004 Topps Chrome Gold Refractor. That's gold. LeBron James out of 99 in PSA 9. Is this an underrated card? Second year. A cooler picture than the rookie by far. You know this one where he's swooping in onto the basket. Gold, right? Gold. Impossible to get a 10. Like literally. There are a couple of 10s. I think there's a couple couple of 10s. Look at the back. Seven, All maybe? of these from 20, 2004, are, the backs are messed up. Every single this, one looks like this. This is a nine. Gorgeous card. Gold. Everybody likes gold. Yeah. I, I and would, this one I here is sitting at, what, $8,000 presently? With a PSA 9, only a couple higher. Gold, LeBron's second year gold refractor. For less Can than what people story? want to make you pay for a gold kaboom. Come on now. Be smart. Shoot. So I, I had a theory that when LeBron Tops Chrome were moving or were maybe starting to move, I was like, dude, second year is going to be the thing. It's a cooler pose. That one is like him missing in preseason. This is his like signature dunk. So I bought a, a ton of those in base and got them graded. And I think we sent 10 to BGS and two to PSA. None of them got PSA 10s, both PSA 9s. The other ones were BG, uh, BGS all 9.5s. With some with a nine centering, some with quad nine fives, but a very difficult card to grade. Very difficult card to grade. I I love it though. Hmm. You don't care. So no, I do. I love it. I didn't know about the back. So look what you're adding to the equation here. You know about the grading difficulties and the whole nine yards, right? So let me ask you a question. All right. Have a who's, who's done more in league? Jason Tatum or Damian Lillard? Dame. Dame's played Who's done more in the league? Luca or Damian Lillard? Dame. So do me a favor and pull up the six-figure Damian Lillard National Treasures uh, rookie patch auto out of 99. Because, I mean, if Luca's PSA 10 is basically approaching a million dollars now, and the last Tatum sold for like $200,000, Dame, who, you know, has been in the league for 10 years, got a cult following, you know, perennial top five MVP getter, you know, went off like crazy bubble, bubble dame, you know, doing his thing. He's, he's a, he's big time. Like when, when the he's lights are on, player. he plays better. So yeah, this can is I tell what, you also 300,000, 400,000. How much is this one selling for? 3,300. Oh, 3,300. In a PSA 10. In a PSA 10. Hmm. Panini got lazy in 2012 and went back to sticker autos. <laughs> Dude, I want to work for Panini. I, I love you guys. But like sometimes you just don't care. Hmm. Sorry, Cage. I'm 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 hijacking. No, I mean you're not. I, I listen. You're allowed, right? I mean it's a sticker auto, so that's a knock on it. It's Damian Lillard who you know hasn't gotten to the the, the Western Conference Finals like Luca did. Wait, I think two he years did. ago, right? Yeah. Um, so why is this worth so little? Guys, I do this for a reason. One, I think this card is awesome. I think it's undervalued. And who knows what Dame's future brings, right? Talk to them. Uh, 
I don't know whether or not he's going to be, you know, stick with the Blazers and build up his legacy there, maybe make a run at something. I think that's what he wants to do. They lost McCollum, right? McCollum's gone. I think he goes to the Lakers. He could go to the Lakers. You have got it right That's a fit. That's a fit. That's a fit. I I don't know. And would you like to have a $4,000 National Treasures RPA out of 99 PSA 10? A three thousand dollars change. Anyway, it's just one of those things that you know people might not be looking for right now, and and it tells a story. Tells a story about the hobby, right? Because Dame is that guy. You know, Dame is that guy, right? Dame is a guy that, like, you know, people want to be like, people want to play like. But his card's not selling for nearly a million dollars. His card's not selling for two hundred thousand dollars, like the Tatum's. And I know that's a ten ten. It's on card. It's a whole nine yards. But this is that dude. Right. That, this is a ten when no one graded ten autos. By the way. So, anyway, just Dude, something, incredible something call out. There's a lot of parallels. Like if you guys look at LeBron, his most successful teammates have been when Kyrie and Wade were on this team. Not Anthony Davis is phenomenal, but I I see Lillard having potential to go to the Lakers. And think about this way: Anthony Simmons. That was their big Portland Trailblazers kind mm-hmm. of young player. What what are the you have to, you can't have two you know one ass on two toilet seats? Are you rebuild or are you contending? Are you rebuild? Because what's what's Dame's role going to be when he's playing next to Anthony Simmons, who's another point guard? There's only one ball, so yep. that won't work. And as much as there's loyalty, there's only loyalty till there's not. And if it's in a trade, I I think the Lakers are phenomenal, phenomenal destination. And it's going to be the same thing that happened with Russ when he moved from Washington to the Lakers. His cards went berserk. And this is an even better fit. So incredible call-out, man. You're not all looks. I'm mostly looks. But, I mean, listen, I like Lillard. And I would also be cool, you know, if, if they build through the draft. They got, like, the seventh pick. You know, they could send that to somebody. I mean, they could send it to OKC. Trade down, get one of OKC's other first-round picks, and maybe surround him with some talent, not championship talent, but maybe they take Jeremy Grant and Lou Dort back and build a nice team up there. I mean, that's not a championship team, but it's not a team that's going to be picking in the lottery next year. Anyway, I like the Laker call-out because that's got that whole Russell Westbrook boom explosion type thing. We don't even need that. And, guys, this is the point of calling this card out specifically is Dame is a good player, but he's 31 now, and he hasn't won a championship. Right, so you see what happens to the value of that card. It's almost like, but even if he won a championship, I talk about like Tim Duncan, right? Duncan is elite, and nobody wants his cards, right? So just think about that. Think about what Tatum has to do this year and beyond to justify those prices. When in five years, there's the next Tatum that people are buying, whether it's Jalen Lewis or the Thompson twins in OTE or Mikey, who's got his Bowman university card coming out, you know, I mean, you know, there's going to be somebody else to follow. And, you you know, people have spent six figures on Tatum when Tatum turns out to not even be Lillard. Lillard's card's three grand. I I I don't know. I I listened to an interesting Draymond thing and he says like the old media is like pin one player versus another. And I've been, I've done this too. You know, mm-hmm. Dame could be good, and, and I'm catching myself on it. Like, Dame could be good, and Tatum could be good. You know, of course, Cause of course, because like, like I've they seen both be great. But I'm not saying one's good I... or bad. I'm saying t- t- they are both good, and Tatum could be fantastic, and Lillard was fantastic. Could still be fantastic, but because Lillard has not gone straight, boop 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 boop, win 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 win. Lillard's and Tatum went like this. Tatum went like this, but Tatum still hasn't. I mean, you know, and and he, look, if he gets bounced. His cards will probably stay high. It's possible. They'd probably take a little bit of a step back, but people will hope next year he takes the next step forward. It's hard what to about, do that, though. I agree. What about Booker, man? Booker's been getting a little IG slander, and, and I, I understand why, but you were never a Booker fan. so Booker did the same thing again that he did last time I called him out. And only this, this time he didn't even make the finals to disappear. He didn't even make he didn't even make the Western Conference Finals to disappear. He's a ghost, man. It's crazy just, because you can have eighty-five amazing games or ninety, be first team All NBA on offense and on defense, which takes that into consideration. He's not first team All defense, but he's a good defender. And I think I gotta tell to you, get the bounced in matters. one bad game, 
but yes, but it, it was three to three. And I think it's because the Suns underachieved and the Mavs overachieved that just like the stench around Phoenix, even though they had an incredible season, it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, but it's the same thing that happened last year. You got to take that step forward, and he's the guy. If he's going to be the guy, you got to be the guy. And not, it's not just that they lost, man. All right, Kobe lost. That's how they lost. It's that he didn't say, I'm not going down without a fight. I'm not going down. You know when Kobe says, all right, that's it. You, you, you're going to learn how it is to play with Kobe motherfucking being Bryant. I'm touching the ball every time that we go off the court. I'm touching the ball every time now, right? Booker did not say, sure. guys. They're outplaying us. I touch the ball every time. I'm shooting. He didn't say, hey, Cameron Payne, uh, Mikel Bridges, you are not me, right? You want to be me. Give me the ball. And we go down with our star. Booker shoots. If he misses, fine. At least he took his shots. He hides. He hid. He was not shooting. He was hoping somebody else got hot, stepped up, and saved his ass. That is not a superstar. That's my problem with Booker. Sorry. I mean, let me tell you guys. So we all know Chris Paul had amazing games one and two. Mm -hmm. Games three, four, five, six, seven, he did not play well. These are 14 shots in the last game in 36 minutes. Yeah, It just backs up your point. Great point. Great point. I have a few of them. Last two cards real quick. Uh, 1998 Skybox EX Century Dunkin' Go Nuts Michael Jordan. You guys all know these cards. It's one of the first acetate cards to see through. It looks like Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts. There's a BGS 10 in the weekly auction. They do not come up in BGS 10 for sale often. I've become a fan of the BGS 10s because Andrew actually turned me on to this. That for whatever reason, they're not seeing the premium against the PSA 10 that they should see when you're talking about the, you know, the fact that they are superior cards and, um, you know, for the most part, and, um, you know, they're much rarer. They don't give out BGS 10s like they're giving out, you know, candy. But look at this card. Just gorgeous, rarely seen in BGS 10. And for those of you guys who are believers in the Angels this year, if the, if the season ended today, the Angels make the playoffs, okay, which has not happened in a while, and that combines Mike Trout and combines um, Shohei Otani. I know Trout's got an awesome Bowman Chrome rookie card that everybody knows with the auto on it, but Trout has, I think, one of the most iconic rookie cards is the Diamond Anniversary one. It's right there on the left. There you go. It is It is a gorgeous card. It You can never get bored looking at this card, right? It has come down a little bit um, from last year's crazy prices. It's an iconic 2011 you know, Diamond Anniversary year of baseball. So they made this diamond series. There's cognac diamonds. There's a hope diamond that's out of six. Not not this numbered, is, right? Not numbered. Not numbered. But you know, it's not the rarest card on earth. But it's Mike Trout's rookie, 2011 tops. Does not have a chrome. So this basically, in my opinion, takes the place of like a chrome version of the paper chrome base, refractor. right? So this is a real nice card. Um, you know, for for for. Trout's tops chrome. You'd have to go to the next year to get his first tops chrome. This particular card is, I mean, it's a gorgeous 310. Pop. So look at that. Look at that. And this is a card, by the way. If you were to pull out the last couple of months, this is exactly one of those that I think is now hitting a bottom. See the consolidation phase, right? This is a card that Card Letter has around 10, I think, for its valuation. It's currently at six on auction. It's a card I personally don't have and would love to add to my collection. I have a gold version of this. Right, there's no gold refractor. There's just a gold for paper. But even the golds that year are numbered to the year. So there's 2011 numbered golds. I think there's only like 50 tens. But this card is gorgeous, and it's a bellwether card. It's one of those that if you look at, you can get a, a feel on the market, like the LeBron Chrome, like the the night you know the out of 99 white refractor Durant. This is one of those cards, and and you watch this and you see, okay. We're, we're, we're setting a baseline here. We're going to make our turn back up. I think this is one of those cards you're going to see, especially with him playing well and the team playing well and having a shot to play some meaningful October baseball. You check yeah, it out there. It's, it's, I mean, it's not – I mean, there's a lot of sales. There's almost a yeah. sale every month. Yeah, and it's you can see it's, it, it's not down. It already had its downward. If you pan out now yeah. and go back six months, you'll see a huge spike on it and it, it coming down, right? So this is exactly exactly the type of card. See? And that's come down, but it's not going down anymore. This yeah, is, there's time. enough people who will come in when this is for sale and buy. It's what we're talking about. People defending the price. Yep, this right is there. one of those cards. 
So take a look. Gorgeous card, guys. Even if it's not one you want to look at to buy, jump on the PWCC app and take a look. This, at this is one Cage card. is bidding on, and I have to apologize in advance. We need to have more shiny things by next year's Christmas tree. <laughs> and, and it is what it oh, is. There will be I, now, I have a damage. LeBron refractor now, right? That's shiny. Yes. That one, wasn't in last have, year's. That wasn't last year's. When you have Christmas one, Christmas. you have none. When you have two, you have few. I can put that on the top. It's like the shiny, like, it's like a shiny, you know, star on the top of the Christmas tree. No? Don't, don't rest in the middle. Rest at the end. All right. Listen. I got to tell you, you've been bringing the fire this week. These episodes have just been fire. So? Yeah, I mean, it's and it's especially fun, this man. one. You didn't even really let me get a word in edgewise. You know, I was here. I was on a path. What? I had the track, and you were, like, all over the place today. I don't know what the hell was going on. Get Edgewise. <laughs> what does that mean? A word in edgewise means, like, you, you know, like, you, you couldn't let me get in a word. That's It's a saying. I, you know, like, like, you... I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Like I couldn't sneak a word in. Like you, I couldn't cut you off. You just kept going. You never heard that before. It's like an old man. It's like an old man saying. Who did you invite over? I didn't know you had friends. Uh, I have. I have one close friend who I've known since you know we were in college. We didn't go to school Is together. He a card but, collector. And then yeah, he's a baseball collector. I, I I'll show you a picture. Maybe he'll let me take a picture. He's a huge Red Sox fan. Which hasn't worked out well for me in the last uh, couple of decades, um, but he he bought a house in town here. Um, his daughter and my son are about a month apart, so they're best friends. And he built a um, a Fenway in his basement, like a man cave. He's got like a green monster. He's got like the pesky pole. He's got like you know the 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 retired numbers on it. You know the whole. It's a pretty cool like the scoreboard and stuff. It's a pretty cool little basement he built for himself. So it, it makes it easy for me to buy. You know, cool Christmas and birthday presents. You know, call how much of a friend is he and... if he doesn't offer to build like a, a Bronx Yankees? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think he would. I don't think he has it in him. Like, I wouldn't build the Fenway. He wouldn't build Yankee Stadium. I mean, I'm a Yankee fan, oh. and he's a Red Sox fan. So, you know, to each their own. That's how it works. But you have Drew Bledsoe cards that you could pay him. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about Drew Bledsoe. He probably doesn't know what Drew Bledsoe is. Baseball guy through and through. Baseball, old baseball. All right, well, like, go get back to the party. You know, have a few more sandwiches. I'm going to watch a movie. Oh, yeah, some nuggets. The kids didn't do any damage. I got 90 nuggets, and they left me a couple. So I'm going to go hit some nuggets. Take care, everybody.